The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Vernier Show, Red Board Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of the Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me alongside, as always, the great Michelle Yu, who kicked our ass last week. <laughs> I don't know if I kicked your ass. You kicked me right in the mouth, Michelle Yu, with uh, a beautiful, beautiful win by one more bid in the grade two Mathis Mile. Uh, perfect trip, held off a late run by Balnikov, who was supposed to go right by him and never did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, did I say anything that wasn't true about that race? Nope. 100% true. Did I give you a big hug and a kiss in the winner's circle? Yes, you did. First person. First person. First I think I breezed through like 600 people I didn't even see. I was just like blinked out. It's very exciting. I mean, you had a maiden winner go right to a graded stake and raced against good horses. The Glatt horse was a million-dollar horse that was all the Mm -hmm. hype. And then Balnikov obviously is proven um, and and, and still couldn't get by that horse. I thought it was an excellent training job by Ryan Hansen, an amazing ride by Ramon Vasquez. I think – and correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't know if you talked to anybody that day, but what um, Tyler Gaffleon told us after the race is that down the lane, for whatever reason, the track was really slippery and kind of deep. Um, it was the first turf race of the meet. As you know, we've had kind of cooler weather out here. And he said Balnikov was just spinning his wheels. He was trying so hard, but he really wasn't like getting a hold of the surface. And that was his quote-unquote excuse. I don't make excuses, mm-hmm. but that was his excuse. I don't know if you heard uh, anything like I that. I did hear that the turf was less than like lightning firm, right. but uh, I'm, right. I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> no, of course you're not. Well, you're going to take that check and go cash it. Uh, congratulations to you and the whole team at California Racing Partners. Great job in the Mathis Mile. I think um, we had a bunch of great stakes races on. We did. I'm assuming that if we just jump. Wait, before we jump into three things of note and talk about the rest of the stakes races, we have a great guest today. His name is Norman Lynn cash and i promise you you are going to want to hear what he has to say this is a guy who knew nothing about horse racing 10 years ago and now he not only owns the winningest horse in terms of wins he won 14 races with a horse named beverly park in 2022 but he also trains the horse and he's it's an amazing story it's super inspiring so listen to that interview after we get through our three things of note okay now you okay. can go three things of note three so three things of note is certainly going to be santa anita savvy rare you know yeah well it's um we had a huge huge opening day uh setting a new record for handle with 26.3 million dollars in all sources handle um that was just massive we had an on-track crowd that was I cannot remember the last time Santa Anita was that busy, barring Breeders' Cup. Can you? No, it was packed. It was awesome. It was it was awesome. It had like it was the best feel. It was such a retro feel. It was great. Like, I mean, it was packed. The apron was packed. Like they mm-hmm. were out of beer at one point. Like I mean, it was like you know, I 
the Wi-Fi wasn't working. You know you're crowded when the Wi-Fi is not working great, which yes. is a good thing and a bad thing. Like for people who yeah. are working like me and you, it was bad. But for everybody else, I don't think anybody cared. You know, no. there were a lot of it, probably The Instagram weather was photo. perfect. The races were perfect. Like it was awesome, right? Yeah, it was great. And it was a great day. And it was a complete, you know, there were so many dominations. Like I know this is maybe not your first thing to note, but I'm going to say Baffert. Well, my first thing, my second thing to note was Baffert. Yeah, the first I mean, thing to note was certainly just the Santa Ana opening day. The yeah. second thing to note is Baffert times five. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, he won five, all five dirt races on the card, mm-hmm. including the grade one Malibu with Taiba, Taiba, however you want to say his name. And, uh, the grade and, one La Brea with uh, Fun to Dream, a cowbred that cowbred. he bred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, an unbelievable maiden Antonio. effort. Well, oh, the San Antonio with Country Grammar, who was awesome, yep. who crushed what a ride. field that he should have. But then, what about that maiden? Faust, Fausto? Fausta? Faustin. Faustin? Faustin. Good Lord. He looks like yeah. a, he looks like I the mean, real deal. he's been deal. working like the right horse, right? Like, he'd been working like he was a good horse, but I kind of expected him to be on the lead, and he took so much dirt and then got there still in the end. Like, I was like, oh, that was a good effort for him. It was him. a really impressive and effort. And then that, of course, Bletchley Park. Bletchley Park. Yeah, they kind of crawled on I was impressed. But five, um, five wins on opening day. Baffert's back. Deal with it, America. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit about these. I want to talk about two big horses in here specifically. Okay. I want to talk about country grammar because I thought that effort from him was insanely good. Like you said, he kind of towered over that field. He did. But we know that anything short of a mile and a quarter, he tends to not put his best hoof forward. I thought the ride Frankie gave him was paramount to that victory. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree. I mean, I think a lot of times when you're, when you're on the best horse, the, the, that's far superior, it doesn't matter if you save ground and stuff. I think the ride, he was just kind of kept him in the clear and kept him wide the whole time. He lost a ton of ground. I thought he was just more forward. Yeah. I I think he was going to beat those horses no matter what. And I think, and I think that though it was a great prep for wherever he's going, I think he's going to uh, Saudi Saudi for 20 million. So (laughs) great prep and, and you know, Really, really nice horse. I don't know what else I can say. I, I listen. Okay. The, the, if you're saying two A and you mentioned Frankie Dettori, I mean it's pretty cool to come and win three races on opening win three. day. Win three, and, yeah. and and not only like I feel like a lot of people think like because he's a Euro rider, like oh he's gonna sit from behind and make one run. It's like he was up there. He won the one race down the hill yep. on the front end. Yep. He had country grammar clothes. Like he's showing you, hey, by the way, Southern California, this is where I started my career. Don't tell me I don't know how to ride the circuit. Yeah, and every time he jumps off the goddamn horse, I just feel like he's going to get hurt, and it makes me nervous. <laughs> uh, okay, and then the Taiba. So I don't know if we talked about Taiba, how I thought this was like a move for an Eclipse Award, right? Yeah. But that certainly stamped his ticket to be a legitimate, legitimate contender. I think it's down to two horses now with that uh, well, it's victory. Him and, yeah, epicenter, epicenter, right? Epicenter, right? I mean, I saw so many comparisons on Twitter, and I've it's kind of ad nauseum at this point of people discussing who's better or who's who's whose resume is better. I think it's very close. <laughs> I got my Eclipse Award voting right here in my hand. Who, who are you voting for? I I have to still decide that because. I feel like, look, Taiba did some crazy things this year. Yeah. He did not win a classic, but, you know, he, he to go from well, Epicenter didn't to win a classic. Grade one winner. Yeah, Epicenter didn't either, but he was close in some of the classics, right? So it's tough. It's tough. I, I have to really kind of dive in and, and look at it. What about, um, what about Rich Strike? I mean, he won the Derby. 
Yeah, but he only won the derby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> sure. right? I mean, don't make me angry. Um, and I do. You always I make do me laugh. Mention, I do want to mention that Modern Games is also a three-year-old. Ooh, yeah, he's so good. while most people don't give three-year-old of the year to turf horses, he's I pretty just awesome. For me, he's pretty dang awesome. And I mean, looking at him, he won. I don't think you can go wrong any way you vote. How about that? Look at, look at, okay, let's see. So Modern Games won the French Guineas. He was third in the Jockey Club. He was fifth in the uh, Prix Jean Pratt, which is not good. But then he came in second in the Sussex to Baid, who we say is like the best horse over there, right? So older horses. And then he crushed the Woodbine Mile, older horses. He ran a decent second in the the QE2, older horses. And then he won the Breeders' Cup Miles, older horses. He's very so, impressive. He was. He, uh, he deserves a vote. Yeah. He deserves. He deserves a vote. You're right about that. <clears throat> Are you okay? Yes. I just. I've had this nagging cough since. You know. Well, we need you to get over it. All right. Interesting there with uh, the three-year-old category. What's your uh, third third thing of note so we can get to this interview with Norm Cash or Lynn Cash? Oh, it's sad though. Oh no! Did you go sad on me? I did go sad on you. Oh, I know what it is. <sighs> Code on- of honor. Code of honor. That was sad. That was terrible yeah, so to read. Unfortunately, he's only six. He was a dual grade one winner, a son of noble mission. He was standing at Lane's End Farm. He had a bout of colic, and sometimes colic is something that you give them some banamine and a shower, and they're good. And sometimes they go through surgeries, and they're not good. And uh, this was something in between, but it was irreparable. Ugh, um, you know, terrible. so many colic can be so many different things, and their guts could twist, and all kinds of things, and. Even with the best care in the world, sometimes they can't kick colic. So, unfortunately, this was just his uh, second year at stud, and I think it's a very sad. That's very sad. Kudos. Uh, kudos. Uh, condolences to to all of the uh, Lane's End family and everybody who was associated with Code of Honor. That was terrible. All right, Michelle. Let's get to uh, our interview with uh, Norm Lynn Cash coming up right after I this. Love- Fixed Odds Betting, powered by Betmakers, is back and in effect at Monmouth Park, and the early returns are fantastic, with 70% of winners paying more on fixed odds than they are on the tote. Fixed Odds Wagering is now available throughout the state. This is an exciting new way to bet that really puts the power to get value in your hands. The odds you bet? Come on, Michelle. Are the the odds odds you get? (laughs) Love that. You'll be continuing to hear a lot more about fixed odds betting opportunities across the In The Money Media Network. All right, back here on the Owner's Box. Very special guest today. His his name is Norman Cash, but he goes by Lynn. We're going to call him Lynn. Lynn, welcome uh, to the Owner's Box. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, we we, we heard, we, we, we got you on the phone a second ago, and, and you're very excited that this is not video. Your wife was putting a lot of pressure on you. Is that, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, no, no, don't wear that shirt. No, no, because that shows this, and... You know, that shows you the, the T-shirt, and then she says, no, don't sit there in the house because that'll show, you know, the the, the, the shelf that, that maybe isn't as organized as she'd like. Yeah, so so she had a lot of stress on this. Finally, she said to me, go get in your truck. No, that's so perfect. I, I, I have to know what you're wearing. Yeah, what are you wearing? Do you want to send us a picture that we could put when we tweet this out tomorrow? It, it, it's, it's, it's a, no, it's a, it's a, t- it's a blue T-shirt I've. She had she had a jacket laid out for me that has the logo of the of the racing, 
and uh, and I forgot it at the house when I took off. Oh, gee, it's all <laughs> so about I, branding, I Norm. Carhartt blue T-shirt. Excuse it's, me. It's all about branding. You gotta, you know. Well, and I and I tell you, Beverly Park. He's been doing a lot of that branding for us too. Yeah, we were gonna let, let's let's we're gonna get to Beverly Park, who was the winningest horse of 2022. We want to talk all about him, but before we do that. We want to let our audience know who you are, where you came from. So tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got involved in horse racing and, and ownership and training. Well, it, um, yeah, I'd always been a fan of horse racing all the way back from Alley Darn Affirmed as I was growing up. I was you know, 10, 11, 12 years old uh, when, when that happened and, and was, was a fan, grew up in New Mexico, and so wasn't around horse racing. We, we lived out west. And um, uh, my, I, I have a roofing company that my sons now run for us. Okay. The roofing company still goes, but, but my sons are running it. And uh, it's, it's essentially it's a, a storm-chasing roofing company. So when the hail falls, we go to that town, if we, with the ch- town that we choose, and, uh, and, we, uh, and, and we, we open an office and bring our, our salesmen and the roofing crews and Essentially, we contract with homeowners to do their roofs, their siding, the gutters, et cetera, et cetera. And it's called mm-hmm. Built Right Homes and Roofing. Okay. Uh, that's the, the, okay. And so my, my sons still run that. Uh, but so we, in 2011, we worked, we, we, we chose a storm in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I get out to, to, to Knoxville, and, it's, and, and I'm seeing that I got there just before, like a week before the Derby ran. And I'm like, honey. <laughs> we can go to the Derby. We drive to, I've never, never been close enough because it's always been way out east. And so, so we did. We went to the Derby that year. Uh, just and and it was it was the year Animal Kingdom won. Yeah, and, my man, Grand so, Motion. And so it was yeah. And so so uh, had a you know and, and and then and then the following year we had a, we had a decent year in Knoxville uh, with the roofing company. And the following year, I'll have another one. Beautiful. And that year we had nice seats to all three of the Triple Crown races and so i'll have another one and it came out after he won that this horse was bought at auction for thirty five thousand dollars yep right and i looked at my wife and i said we should buy a race we, we can do that how <laughs> fun would that be buy a race horse. let's buy a racehorse and, and and so and so uh we contacted a bloodstock agent uh mike mcmahon and and it's funny because the whole time i was I was saying, okay, who should I, how do I, how do I do this? I don't know, I, not, not, not any part of horse racing except betting at the window was I familiar with. And so I, I called up and, and I was worried because when I was worried that, that, that I was, that, that when I, when I got a Budstock agent on the phone, they were saying, who are you? What right. are you, 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 what are you doing? Call me, hang up. And, they, and they'd just be like that. Little did I know that sometimes it's kind of like poker. You know, if a guy shows up with a, with a wad of money in his hand and says, teach me how to play poker, uh, yep. you readily teach them how to play poker. <laughs> <laughs> so they were very inviting. And so, so we bought three horses that year, um, which would have been, I guess, 2012. Yep. And, uh, and, and we had horses on and off. Um, you know, on good years, we'd have a little more discretionary money with the roofing company that um, would have horses on – on poorer years, uh, we wouldn't have, and so off and on we had, you know, for six, seven, eight years, and uh, and finally I I, uh, I I told my wife, Lord, I said, you know what? I think with a couple of little tweaks of what we're doing, 
I can make a living in this business. Wow. And so we, so we, 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 we were going to get just, we were going to get a few horses and we just jumped in, uh, started claiming horses, had a couple of really nice claims and, and, uh, you know, and, 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 and with, with just a couple of small tweaks to what I was doing, which we weren't, which we weren't making money. Sure. Mm-hmm. We again, we're keeping our head. We're keeping our head afloat here. We're, you know, we've had had a, a really good year, and you know, we and we started claiming racehorse. And uh, so you know, every now and then you first, get. Can I ask real quick? When you were first proclaiming them, what level were you claiming at? Were you looking at you know Wait, five thousand even... claimers or twenty thousand claimers? Well, we um, well, the, the the first big claim, or I don't know if it's a big claim, but a fifty thousand dollar claim, a claim Todd. Wow. Pirate Rick, um, I was I was kind of all levels, but but I kind of um, kind of and still kind of do uh, kind of zero in on I, I like the 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 two other than the level sure. I like the you know for forty to sixty two five they that most of these have already won this race most of them have a whole lot of back class and and you know maybe they're not running good now maybe they're their owners are frustrated. They want to get, you know, who knows what the reason is that they're back in for this tag, or maybe they're just not quite good enough to, to get to the next level and stakes. And so we've, you know, we've, uh, but, but I've claimed at all levels. I, I, mo- most of my now, most of the claims I do now are probably, I don't know, 30 to 30 to 50,000 horses. That makes a lot of sense. I'm going to, hey, hey, Lynn, I'm going to stop you really quick. This is Lynn Cash joining us on the owner's box. I think we missed something because at what point did you start also training, training the horses? Yeah. Like, did you, okay. so you get in the game, you know, nothing, you hire a bloodstock agent, you buy some horses. And then when did that transition? Because I'm assuming the ones you're talking about right now that you're claiming you're also training. Correct. Correct. Uh, yeah. So I got my, I got my trainer's license, um, in April of last year. So, oh, so wow. Roughly, 17, 18, 20 months ago. Uh, prior to that, I, I had an assistant trainer's license under Kellen Gorder, who was my trainer when when we had the horses. But I, but um, you know, through through COVID, it was it was tough to get in to get your to get the training license, and so I did I did get an assistant license, which allowed me to to to, to be in the barn and to saddle and to haul and, and to do the the the, the all, all the most of the things that, that the trainer does but and what so was for, for about a year this is fascinating this is fascinating to me what do i gotta ask a couple questions about this first because people might not know <laughs> billy really wants to be his own trainer but we keep telling him he can't no i don't want to be a trainer i know what you guys have to go through and my trainers all laugh and i have a very good life and i'm very lucky and i do not want to be a trainer so but i am fascinated with people who do this because we had a guy out here a couple years ago andrew Lerner. remember him michelle and he kind of came out of nowhere took a year worked with trainers and then went out on his own it's not easy. What were the hurdles um, from from going from owner to assistant trainer to, to actually training your own horses? Tell us a little bit about that experience. Well, and and I probably train more like an owner. I, I'm, I'm probably yes, yes, I am the trainer of record, and but I probably train more like an owner because I am concerned with. The, the, with with turning a profit, with, sure. with does this horse does he at least keep a, does he at least tread water? 
and and as a as a stable, do, do they make do you know do they make money enough money to pay the bills? Yeah, you're running uh, as a business. A little extra for me. Yeah, and and so, um, I I was very that that year when I work, was working under under Kellen Gorder as his assistant. Of course, I was I was assisting for the horse four horses that I own. Sure. Yeah, so you and, weren't assisting so, for everybody. Right. Yeah, just just from yeah just for the horses that I owned. It basically. It, it, we we got the, the the assistant license to to to, to he assigned me back to my own horse. <laughs> and, and, and so what was wait um, wait 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 Lynn stop for one second. What is the test like that you have to take? You have to take like a written test, right? And you have to do physical stuff like you have to know how to put on a saddle and, and tie a tongue tie and all that kind of stuff. Right. Well, and and the um, they, they do, they've done away with the barn. They don't have the barn test anymore. Oh, okay. And and. Uh, and and so the 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 test the test that I actually got to, for the trainer's license uh, was down in Oakland was at Oakland, which was just before their meet ended, uh, you know March or April, and and uh, and that was a multiple choice test that had a lot of um, oh parts of the horse, et cetera, et cetera, a lot of uh, you know about about gambling type, you know where's you know what uh, you know what what is who's, who's responsible for the sex of a horse in a claim, you know the the, the you know things like that. A lot of multiple choice uh, questions, which is, and and that was much like the assistant trainer's test in Kentucky that that I had passed. Okay. Um, but but the uh, and so so I I did I I did better, which is probably why I'm having a little bit of success uh, with in the claiming game, is because I did. As I come up, I came up on the front side. I didn't come up on the back side. Yeah. And so that year when I was with Kellen, I was actually in the barn every day uh, putting the saddles on. And, and, and I'll be honest, at first I was intimidated. Sure. By these horses. I was, I was, I hadn't, I didn't grow up. I didn't come up as a, as a groom, et cetera, et cetera. Like most people did. I came kind of from the owner side or the, or the front side. And I think that's, as I think that's, helped me and assisted me uh in 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 doing this because i've got i've got some very good i've got two i've got two assistants i've got a, a jay libertini and blas hernandez that are my assistants and and run the shed rows one one in in laurel i've got about 25 horses in laurel about 25 horses here in kentucky wow and uh wow. wait i'm gonna stop so you they, right i'm gonna stop you there for one second because it, it you brought have up an assistant? <laughs> yeah I, I this is amazing but you have 50 horses right now are they all yours that you own or have other people now given you horses? I, I've got, well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to when uh, I get a few <laughs> non-family member horses <laughs> in the barn. Uh, I, I, and so, yeah, that, that would be, that would be nice. Uh, that, uh, but, but I've got, and so I've got, um, I've got, a, I've got some sons that, uh, that have half of, I've got, so I've got three half horses out there. I'm going to drop on one tonight. Uh, that a, wow. that a son will will be a silent half owner on. Uh, they silent being you know, the they, key word. Yeah, silent. Just keep yeah, your well, mouth shut and enjoy well, the ride. Well, and, and you know they they were they were with me through this whole seven eight year ride, and and before this happened, and and so they were kind of a little bit gun shy because the, because having a racehorse meant uh, what's it going to cost me, Dad? Right. And so you know now, but finally they they've come around. They've they've seen that. Uh, that we've got some decent numbers, you know, uh, and and that, that, that these horses are, are are being profitable, and so they've they've kind of said, okay, let's 
Dad, the next one. And, and this is this is the way I approach it with them. I said, son, uh, I said, oh, of course, I've got, this would be the third son. So I've said this three times. But I said, son, I'm going to drop on this horse right here um, with or without you. Right. And so if you'd like half, you can have half. And, and I think it's, I think that works really good because I'm not trying to go out and get people that, so I can have a day rate. I'm, I'm, I'm again, this, I, I was dropping on these horses with or without. Right. You don't even, ha- you don't even have a day rate. You're just charging yourself. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> when you're doing this and you're claiming horses, are you instantly, when you claim them, do you already have a plan in mind? Like, this is how I can make money with this horse because because you're not taking a day rate from yourself and these horses have to earn their way. Do you have to have that plan or do you ever just look at him and be like, you know, I kind of want this horse. We'll no, figure she, it out of later. course he has a plan. Yeah. This guy's smart. Yeah, this well, guy's a businessman. Yeah, but maybe well, there's well, something you're like, I really want this one. We'll figure out where to run him after. No. Well, you know, there's, 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 there's different angles on different things. You know, the, the two X, you know, the two X horses, the horses that are out of the two other bands that, that have, you know, they've, they've already won these. You know, the last one I claimed out of a race like this was Gage Town. Uh, really nice horse. He ran 104, 105 speed rating that night at Turfway. Hmm. And, and uh, you know, and so, again, it, you know, with him, he'll, he'll go to Laurel and run in the 3X on, which is this Sunday. He, he gets out of jail. Wait, should, of should jail we bet? On Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if the race makes. But, again, he's in a, so I usually, I usually have a... Maybe not an exact race, but a path. Right, you know, I like depending that. Depending on the level that we that, that we claim that, you know, I, I drop on some that are are, uh, you know, that, that are very, that are very cheap. You know, you, usually when I'm dropping on a horse uh, in in the five to twelve range, uh, I, I just want to hold on to that horse for for two or three months. Turnover and see how he develops. Yeah, to see if he to see if he'll if he develops into a, a starter horse. Yeah. Into a dominant starter horse. Well, so, and I, I mean, there's. I look, Norm, let me right. stop you there again because um, I brought up. Uh, I'm sorry, Lynn, Norman, Lynn Cash, joining us on the owners box. I'm looking at Beverly Park. I want to get into this. In 2022, he made 29 starts, 14 wins, six seconds, three thirds. He's earned two hundred and eighty-two thousand dollars. And I'm so look. Cool. It's so cool. But I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm looking at his path. And there are starter allowance, starter allowance, starter allowance, starter allowance. He's won like 15 starter allowances. What, how has he continued to be eligible for these races? Uh, t- typically, like the, the starter, the starter, um, the, the starter condition. Uh, most tracks ride it. Uh, uh, well, some, some tracks ride it for the last two years, like the 21, 22. Yep. And those tracks that ride it, that they had to start it for five thousand dollars or less in twenty one or twenty two, and so I lose that condition at those tracks in in five or six days because then it's going to be twenty two or twenty three and he doesn't qualify. Right. So what do you do are, then? Yeah. Well, there 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 are about four or five tracks that that write that condition right up to the day, and and I believe he was sometime in July is when he ran for for five thousand dollars, and so. For the, at those four or five tracks, I have that condition until two years from the day he ran for five. Michelle, hey, I want, Michelle, I want to Michelle, just go wait, through this real wait, quick. This wait. in twenty twenty two, he has run at yeah. Laurel, Turfway, <laughs> Oaklawn, Charlestown, Keeneland, Churchill, Monmouth, Belterra, 
Thistledown, Delaware Park, Colonial Downs, Timonium, uh, and Mahoning Valley. This guy's got frequent flyer miles. Well, I, I, I tell you what, you, uh, he's in on the 31st at Fairgrounds. There you go. Oh, my, oh. Wife and, my, my wife and I are going to New Orleans for the new year. Oh, that that year. won't be fun. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, won't, we'll have no fun there. You know, she's well, going to she's gonna tell you, you know, what people, to wear, though, Lynn. She's gonna, you know, <laughs> she, you're going to have to get dolled up in New Orleans. Okay, I, I have you know, a question now, Lynn. When you see, a, when you see like, Beverly Park and the success that he's had, just because we're talking about him, do you feel more pride as an owner or as a trainer because you're actually preparing them or as the owner because you're like, look, this is mine that I found and, and everything? You know, it, it's probably about even because, again, it is I, – I, I think him and I have, have have both blossomed each other a little bit because the fact that I'm willing – that you know, the fact that I, that I have not had owners up to this point um, – gives me a little more freedom than some trainers have because I think at times uh, some of the things, you know, some of the, some of the short rest, I mean, he's won five, he's won three times on five days rest, Beverly Park has. And, and they were, they were soft spots on the five days rest, but I, I think other trainers might get a little pushback from their, from owners not associated with, the horse they're running, but if they did that, as well, I think we've kind of allowed each other to blossom because I have a little more freedom because I don't have owners. And, mm-hmm. and again, I, I don't mind getting up and down the road. My wife and I will haul Beverly park to New Orleans. I haul him to most of his races. That's great. I just like being around. I mean, he's just, you know, and so, and so, he, you know, he's just a, a, a nice lovable. He, he's still a, he is still a horse. Wow. Um, but he's not, he's not studdish at all. You know, he's just a, he's just a sweetheart. He, he likes mints, um, and he just, you know, he he um, if you leave him in the stalls, you know, two or three days after he gets back, he'll he'll be he wants to get out and go. And if you if you try and make him jog the whole time around two laps, he doesn't want to. Do that. He wants <laughs> he just he he literally very, loves. To, that's very much like Michelle. A sweetheart. <laughs> very like yeah, very much like hard. Michelle. Uh, um, yeah. Lynn well, Cash. If, if interesting. You look back in, I'm gonna I'm gonna yes. go a step further because I know Michelle is thinking this. Okay, he's earned over a half a million dollars in his career. He's still quarter, going. Quarter million for him. Right, quarter million for for you. He's, he's coming up on five for us. He's, he's like at four eighty. Right. He's, oh wow. He's buying Munnings because we, we had most of last year. He's buying oh. Munnings out of a Langford mare. Mm-hmm. He's relatively well bred. He cost two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Right? As a Would you ever yeah. consider standing this guy when he's done, and maybe you get into the also the breeding aspect of the game? Well, I, I'll tell you, at, at the very least, we will have baby Beverly's running around my farm. I've, oh. I've got nine or ten mares. And I not, love it. They're not my mares are not anything special, but but when you're breeding to race. They don't you, have you can't put all this money inside inside these mares because then you got all your money tied up in the field instead of out working at the racetrack. And so so when when you know my, my nine mares, um, again, he's better than any sire I'm using on my mares right now. Right. And so at the you know a year and a half uh, at at uh, you know at the very at the very least he'll. He'll be there, but I've, I, I have had a, a phone call from a guy uh, in Ohio who talked about maybe he would have enough to, to stand there. We, once once we get through with the, the starter 
condition. Uh, we'll, we'll then we'll then tighten him back up and and and, and lengthen lengthen out his rest periods and try to and back, not back, but you're back, not going to run back. him for a tag. Oh, never. No, oh, I, 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 you couldn't do that. Yeah. Well, no, I couldn't just do that. listen. Yeah, but, uh, you are a businessman, yeah. but, but yeah, but yeah, but 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 no. What I'm saying is, is I, I I think we would 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 try to tighten him up. Make sure he's coming off of good rest, uh, and really get serious about getting everything we can out of him and giving him his shot at a grade three somewhere. I mean, the oh, horse at, at times he's ran numbers that could get there, but but you know, again, we're you know he's on 19 days rest now, which which is that's long which is for him. A really long rest. Well, He's gonna you tear know, the barn down. You are you're the Barry Abrams we, of the uh, of the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, I mean, he, he won a, a one X at Churchill uh, back last year for us, and then he he broke his. He was on an eight race win streak when he won the one X, and then he lost the two X by a neck oh. at Churchill. So he's again he's he, he's got talent. You know we've the, we we've had him in the starter conditions and and. You know, and, 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 and they come around, you know, we run them a little more often than, than most people would. Uh, but, but, you know, some, sometimes it's a, I mean, sometimes it's a financial decision too. Sure. sure. You know, a horse, a, the horse in my barn costs me money. The horse at Churchill has a chance to make money. The horse at Charleston has a chance to, to, to make money. Yep. And, and yep. so. Well, let me ask you this because we've kept you on longer than than I probably anticipate you anticipated. But this has been completely fascinating to me, Lynn, and I think you've made a lot of new fans here by coming on this show, especially too with myself and Michelle. If there's something, if there's one thing that you've learned since you've become obviously an owner a long time ago, but now also an owner trainer, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's trying to get in the game who might want to do the same thing you did? Well, I, I think I think the one some of the biggest um, changes that I made from the owner uh, to the trainer um, is is I, I shortened. I, I think I think twelve twelve days is the perfect amount of time between races, which I know that's not the industry standard. So that was one thing. Uh, you know, the more races, more opportunities uh, to make money. The probably the key though. Um, when I when I started claiming, because then in two or three weeks that horse is hopefully starting to pay back already. At least he's at least paying his own way. Sure. Uh, in the barn, and so so it, it uh, you know I noticed when I would buy horses, even a two year old in training, that say, oh yeah, and, you know, sixty days you've been there. Well, it ain't sixty days. Yeah. Six months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Full, full, full me once, shame on you. Uh, there you and, go. And and, 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 and so. But, but uh, again, if I, if, if I was going to tell somebody, find the, the things that you don't do well, find somebody that you can trust and that does them well. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's, if that's the backside or, or, or if, if, if the owner's just a, a real whiz at the backside and he's got the barn and, and this and that, then, then find somebody that you can trust on the front side to, to, to you know, ba- but, you know, that's just basic business, though. Right. Find what you either don't want to do or don't do well and find somebody and pay somebody to do those things so that you're one enjoying life, but, but 
dues of the church successful. Well, you sound like you're enjoying life, and obviously Beverly Park has been a big part of that. Obviously, I have a feeling your wife has been a big part of that. We're going to give her credit because I know she's going to listen to this, and she's going to be all excited that you told her how much you love her and Happy New Year and that kind of stuff. Um, I have one other quick question before we wrap this up. Michelle, are you okay on time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So because this is different, do you find that – other people in the industry, other trainers or other owners, are they are they treating you differently? Are they saying, "Oh, it's just Lynn. He's crazy," or he's just you know what? Or are they accepting of you? Well, I, I think in the beginning, uh, when I when I first when I first started to say say sixteen months ago, say you know starting in April, so maybe you know last summer, so I think I think at, at um, I think, I think some uh, in the beginning I felt not from everybody, but for, from some of, of the trainers, almost like you know, hey Norman, get back in your own lane. Right, stay in your you lane. You need to send us horses and, and a check. You know, get back over there. You're in, you're in our lane now. But but I I, I think I, I don't feel that now. I feel like like I but but I was the new guy. You know, sure. I was the new guy. I didn't you know I, I was you know trying to make friends and and is that but but I think now that. Um, you know, I, I, I think I, I get a lot of, as I go to different tracks, it's like, it's like, Norman, you were just there last night and now you're way over here. <laughs> and, and I think, I think, I, I think because I am in the trenches, because again, I'm not an owner that's back there calling people and telling them, Hey, you need to claim that horse or this. I mean, I'm right. You just do I'm, it. I'm right there. I'm doing the hauling and I'm doing it, but I needed to do that because I needed, I needed to get more. I needed to learn. Yeah. Because again, I was not from back, but I think now that that again, they, I, I think if they don't like me, I think they at least respect the fact that I get out there on the road and I'm working as hard as any of them are. It's not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not just a. a I, I, I think that's what it is. Is that I, I think you know, I, I think they at the very least respect the fact that that I get out there and working your tail and I off. work every day and I, I work I work long hours and and uh, and, and and they. I think also they respect that I that I I'm having the time of my life. Absolutely, this is, uh-huh. this is you know the the I, I said one time you know the the worst day my worst day at the track is better than any day on a roof. There you so, go. You know it, it it can't can't be bad when you're dealing with horses and it's track. Words to live by. Well, Norman, Lynn Cash, we have appreciated you. This has been really inspiring, and uh, I can tell you that, like I said, you have two new fans, and we'll be watching. We'll be watching Beverly Park to see what he does, uh, if he can have another banner year. 14 wins. That's a lot of winter circle pictures. Where do you put them all? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just they're just in a, on a stack. On a stack. That's good. <laughs> on a stack. Well, we appreciate it. Have a happy and healthy new year, and please keep in touch, and, and we'll be on the lookout for uh, Norman Cash races uh, coming up in 2023. Well, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. A lot of fun. I enjoyed chatting with you. All right. Good luck. You That's Norm never Cash. have too many friends. Thank you. <laughs> Lynn Thank Cash. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll be right back here on the Bye-bye. Box. All right, back. Uh, that was insane, Michelle. What a guest. Yeah. That was one of my favorite, like, because we didn't really know a lot about this guy going in. You know, it wasn't like we had right. Mike Rapoli on, right? It was right. someone totally different who sees things different. And like I said at that last question I asked was, you know, 
Because there are people, this is a hard game to kind of break into any inner circles and people are constantly judging you and looking at you and, oh, you're doing this differently. Well, different doesn't mean wrong. Um, He's had success. He puts up his own money. He works hard. I found it, I I keep using the word inspiring. I found that inspiring. Did you? Yes. uh, To see what he's done. And I love how we just like thought, you know what? Yeah, some people might think I'm not playing things the right way, but he wasn't going to be pressured into that. Like, he was just like, this is how I want to do it. Right, right. Well, I think it was kudos great. to Norm and his wife, or Lynn and his wife. I kept mentioning the wife because I know the wife's going to listen and just give him a hard time, right? <laughs> you should have asked her name, Billy. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Michelle, what, um, what's happening at uh, Santa Anita this weekend? Big weekend. Hopefully, we can hold off the rain. It's not supposed to come till Saturday afternoon, but it looks like a, a really fun weekend. I, we have three. Uh, Michelle. I have oh my th- gosh, the Nagarok race is crazy. It's crazy. We have three morning line favorites on Friday, which wow. is always the kiss of death for us. Uh, but Nagarok, it's really exciting to see him come back um, and ship out to Southern California. Speedboat Beach is not going to run. I don't think the race is coming off the grass. And Baffert has said that uh, he wants to run him on dirt. He just entered him in case the race got rained out. Yeah, so. that's shenanigans because he just won a turf route race after he had already said after Breeders' Cup, that's the last time you'll see him on the turf, and then he shows up again. So I, I'd, I'll believe it when I see you it. You know what? Good call, Michelle. I, you're right. I shouldn't say it, but yeah, the word on the street is that he will not run. So, But yeah. even if he doesn't run, it's a great race. It's on. Great race. Uh, I mean, it's classical and there's, cat. there's enough dirty hor- horses in there with some dirt experience that have run on both surfaces that it's like even if it comes off, I think the field is going to – stay yeah significantly I, intact. well look there's there's pressure not i wouldn't say pressure but there's talk in our camp of running nagarok on dirt so yeah giving him a chance uh he's such a cool horse michelle i hope he runs good it's he has he didn't it is interesting and motion said this in the racing form article that um you know he hasn't had the perfect like preps for this you know he mm-hmm. missed a work because of the weather back east and he came out here he only had one work over the dirt it was slow and so you know fitness could be an issue i'm a little bit concerned about that and he is gonna for those of you gambling he's probably right now he's nine to five on the morning line i think he'll be probably eight to five something like that um but i do worry about how fit he truly is but he's really a cool horse got a lot of ability and we get pratt so Hopefully you can come can't through. Can't complain about no, that, really. No, can't complain. But right? the, and, and then Saturday, there's a bunch of uh, stakes too, yeah. right? Okay, so let me breeze through real quick. So we have Racing Friday, which is December 30th. And you mentioned the Eddie Logan that Nagarok's running in. There's also a Phillies uh, stakes race, the Blue Norther. And we are going to be giving away some more of those long sleeve sanding to shirts and the $7,500 show Viver. Also, like it's those. free admission, free parking. Can you give me okay. one of those shirts? I will do my best. XL? The line is like 700 people long. You got, but I will, you got I will pull. I'd like an XL. I'd like an XL. XL. Thank Let you. me write that down. Hold All on. Right, write that down. It's XL oh. for Billy. For BK. Shit. Okay. XL for um, BK. XL for BK. And then on Saturday, which is New Year's Eve, we have live racing. We have the Joe Hernandez, the Las Flores, and the Bobby Frankel. So three graded stakes that day. Um, looking forward to that. Hold and on one second, Michelle. Like- Wait. Well, hold on one second. Those races are going to be early in the card, the turf races, because it's supposed yes. to start raining later in the right. afternoon. So mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of a strange Saturday where many of the stakes are going to be early in the card to, to right. save the turf. Okay. Smart. 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 Um, so we're also going to have the front runner New Year's Eve and New Year's Day buffet going on up there. So recommend looking into that. And again, the Longshore Sleep Giveaway, the Winter Family Fun Zone in the infield. Oh, and then so many things. 
$14,000 pick'em. How fun mm, is that? I like um, that. Pick'em is fun. We are also going to have live racing on Sunday, New Year's Day, which yep. is Sunday. And we have the Santa Inez and the Las Cienegas that day. Also the buffet again. The Corgi Winter Nationals oh, are going to be on that day. One so of my favorites. Packed on the infield. Yep. And we, of course, have the Family Fun Zone. And then we're also going to have racing on Monday January 2nd as well. So no stakes races that day, um, but it is going to be dollar day. So dollar beer, dollar Love sodas, dollar and two dollar hot dogs on January 2nd. Love dollar day. Don't I, I? That's one of my favorites. I, are they bringing back the bulldog races? Because Riggins is like a he's he basically Reagan? he's literally speedboat beach. I think that's how Did fast he, he is. So I thought we only did French bulldog races. Did no, we do they have the English real bulldog, bulldog races yes. too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's right, because Aiden's dog is yes. an English bulldog. Yes. An English bulldog. Hey, I bring Riggins. I'm telling you, he's like two to five. He, the, the, he runs have around you, like a pop, maniac. you got to pop him out of the gate, though. That's the part that they don't get. Like, yeah, I'm going to work on that. that. Yeah, i got to work on that. Maybe I'll hire, Maybe Phil D'Amato will help me. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, what are you doing for New Year's well, Eve? Then he'll be like, uh, take him on the training track and, yeah. and work and log. <laughs> and then Riggins will be like running the entire He'll be so field. tired. Like, this dirt crap? I want to be on the grass. What, uh, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? working on new year's eve i mean we have races you mean at night at night nothing, nothing. probably like a... going to bed ah uh... boring i don't do anything on new year's eve oh, yeah. i'll just drink home and that's the last day i drink for a month because we do dry january i like that all right dry january michelle it's been a pleasure thank you to um norman lynn cash uh, good luck to him with all his uh, future runners. This weekend, they'll probably be at 17 different tracks. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors who make this show possible, Santa Anita and Del Mar and um, Betmakers. And who Betmakers else? And Gainsway, Breeders' Cup, Keeneland, TaylorMade. We have so many great sponsors. And, of course, thank you to all the people who listen to the show and bug us when we don't put a show up. We really appreciate that. And, uh, Michelle, kudos to you. Have a happy new year. Thank you for everything in 2022. You are a dream come true. You're the best partner anybody could ever have. And uh, the show would not be possible if you weren't a part of it. That's very sweet. The show wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your brain. Well, the, the truth hurts. Um, all right, everybody. We'll see you next year. Bye.